Welcome to episode 99 of the Inside Jogging Podcast. Big week in the world running to catch up on as the world champs kicked off in Budapest. The 1500-meter final is in about whoa, 25 minutes' time. So, well, as we record. So hopefully we'll bring you some live reaction to that, maybe. Hopefully Josh doesn't say anything too outrageous that we have to cut it all out. Um, there's also some domestic action to round up with some podium events in Barraford. But for all of that, in a week where parents have been warned against the latest TikTok trend of cracking eggs over toddlers' heads. Let me welcome to the show a man who thought salmonella was a type of fish. How's life in Cardiff, Joshua? Have you seen that trend? No. Funny. I, I, I need to be all over it. <laughs> I saw it a couple of days ago. It is actually quite amusing. Um, I recommend. Yeah, all good. Uh, I've actually been away um, pretty much since we recorded last week. So I was uh I was I went to London for a couple of days and then back to Peterborough for a few, for a few days, as you'll know as you met us for a run, <laughs> or didn't, um and then I was yeah back in London and I'm now back to Cardiff so busy few days, businessman over here. Anyway, let's welcome my co-host this evening who's in the middle of eating some cereal by the looks of it. Um, he could probably do with a couple of eggs being cracked over his head as he seeks to. Up his protein intake. How's things, Shano? Yeah, things are good. I'm surprised you didn't go down the route of um, throwing eggs at windows from my yobbish past. But I mean, I was going to try and hide it, but you can go into it if you want. Oh no, I don't need to. And it's it's not so it's my tea. Look at that, lovely. By tea, he means dinner. Yeah, tea. Won't worry about that again. Um, <laughs> right. I think all three of us for once have done some running. I, I think I missed my Sunday run, so I've probably done the least. We'll kick off with you, though, Joshua. Um, as the big news for any followers of Josh this week on Strava will know, he is back. Yeah, we're, we're back in a slightly different different form. I You have to follow me. So I um, I can't remember why I, I, I started. But I changed it back. So if you follow me, and then if any knobs comment, I'm just going to block them. So they're gone. If anybody wants to follow you, are you going to accept them? Depends on the person. Do they have to write yeah. a letter of, of like acceptance or anything? Mm, no, I, I take it on an individual basis. No one's been declined yet, to be fair. Um, anyway, yeah. talk through. What, where'd you start? Okay. Monday the 16th, I hope. 14th. I oh, was it. I'm not that far. I've scrolled up on the Strava. That's right. He's had two days off. Then. <laughs> no Monday. Um, and I actually did uh, did some weights. I think I mentioned um, last week. I started up up in my weights, and this run was pretty horrendous. Um, I went out with Sam Borum. Um, he lives like a mile and a half from me, so we it's, I ran with him this evening actually as well. Um, but yeah, I did eight miles, six twenty nines, and I was I was on the ropes for the last few miles of that. I tell you. Um, Sam, Sam was putting me to the sword, but got got through it. Um, Tuesday, in the morning, I had a bike. So I had 13, it, it's kind of like the same as a double. I'm just doing it just before my session. Um, 
just to sort of get a little bit more volume in. I the route I picked um certainly wasn't the best. I went sort of exploring and um I mean there's no really way way to sort of get around it. It was up a mountain. Um at the at the steepest point it was 30%. So I completely fucked it. Uh, so I bet yeah basically went out and um I got to a point where I was like, this is really steep and it's quite narrow as well. And you know, those roads, the country roads where they've got gravel in the middle and I, my bike handling skills aren't the best anyway, but I was trying to go in a low gear and not get sort of fatigue from my session. And I, I was like, oh, this is terrible. So you put any sort of power down and the, the rear wheel just spins um, and you're on probably half a meter wide bit of tarmac. So I got um, to the top of one climb, went down, and it was like a switch back. As I started to go back, I was like, this is stupid. So I just turned around and went back. Um, yeah, not ideal, but there we go. Then in the evening, um, I did eight by 400. So for 400s were back, um, but a little bit quicker this week. So just, again, increasing that sort of that load. Um, moved away from 400s this week nicely. Um, so yeah, 90 second recovery, and they were... 68 67 68 from memory um yeah 68 uh 67 last one 66 um yeah felt okay actually um so i did that with dylan uh one of the lads and steve mitchell's group so he had a little bit of a tempo before and after but yeah felt all right i'm no no real problems off the back of that um yeah three mile one three mile one down as well then wednesday uh, I actually ran with Dylan in the morning again. Uh, it was quite early, actually. Um, so we, I did eight miles. I missed a little bit off my... Uh, you know when you, you stop at a, what, uh, a junction? I forgot to start my watch again, annoyingly. But it was a bit slower than probably some of my other runs because Dylan was running sort of to heart rate. So coming back up, I know a lot of... You've probably seen on a lot of my runs, they're sort of downhill for the first half and uphill for the second half. Um, so his heart rate was getting a little bit higher. And I found that quite uncomfortable the last few miles, to be honest. Um, Dylan, like, Dylan sounds like a sensible guy. Yeah. Well, third mile was 6.32. So it, it's, it's, it's hard. It was a right downhill. Coming back was a bit, yeah. Um, How it works usually, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, all fine. Um, standard, really. Then Thursday, uh, so in the morning. So I, I was in London. So I went to London on Wednesday um, after that run. So I did 30 minutes on the spin bike. Uh, in the morning and then I had two mi- two by two miles in the evening so the first rep um, was 502s and the second rep was 504s my hamstrings felt really really tight off this um, and I think it, I was probably due a massage which funny enough I had today um, I feel a lot better now but yeah it was solid it wasn't um, sort of anything special really and that was off two minute jog recovery then Friday back in Peterborough. So did five miles uh, from my nans. And I say this every time I go home, it's amazing when you remember what sort of where you grew up, it always seems so much smaller. So when I got there, I was like, oh, I can add half a mile on. And this is a field like my mum would never let me walk home from school. And it was about 200 meters door to door. And I thought, oh, I can add half a mile around that field. And it's just, yeah, it's so much smaller than I remember. Sam Price's comment here was my favourite of the week. Um, That's what she said. Oh, yeah. So I put everything, everything always looks 10 times smaller than I remember. (laughs) Good from Sam. Uh, So that was five miles, 623s. Was it this one I had a 
oh no it's the next day um, anyway just before we go into the next day what 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 were you up to back in peterborough and um, my dad had a barbecue he invited you yeah well i i generally try to invite myself to most events but this one actually was uh i was invited um so yeah that was friday saturday it was really windy in peterborough Welcome which back. yeah i didn't really notice for the first mile it was like 640 then i got a rascal tailwind so just straight down to 615s and then it kind of like probably got a bit of a headwind bit of a tailwind last mile uh, i promise you i was not running any harder than the first mile 533 ridiculous it was slightly downhill uh, well actually the overall mile was uphill but there's a bit of it which is slightly downhill but yeah aaron's going on his phone I just yeah. probably, did, you, did you have your um heart rate monitor on josh uh, i haven't actually worn it in, uh, uh, since i was on my bike you keep reading for it up here we go five mile right peterborough no six mile I've, I've got it i've got it oh no actually by lap i can't yeah uh, it says my heart rate was 175 but it yeah. says it was 160 for the whole 150 runway. average it's gone up about right but you've got a maximum of 180 which sounds a little bit high mate um yeah. but yeah, yeah i mean you if your heart rate's correct you've done 18 minutes of that in threshold or maximum yeah, it's just that's just not right. <laughs> nice easy run. <laughs> but yeah, so six miles, six oh eight in the end. And then the run that Aaron arranged and then didn't turn up to. So we had a bit of a squad on the Sunday morning, all meeting. Most people were doing 17 miles. I was just doing 12. Um, so they did five miles before, and then uh I jumped in. And what did you text in the morning, Aaron, or was it late in the evening? Sorry, I can't make it. I'm going to the zoo. Yeah, I was told after I'd spent whenever, when did I organise this? Saturday morning, maybe Friday night. Friday Friday night, maybe. Yeah, then I was told um, Saturday evening when I got home that we were going to the zoo at leaving at at 10 and and I'd arrange this run in Peterborough to start like 20 past eight. So what's happening? Disappointing. So I did 12 miles, 6.37s, um, so a good group. A um, lot of listeners, Martin, Alex, Phil, and Ben. So that is my week. So total running-wise, do you know what I noticed? I figured out. You can see running as a split on Strava if you look on your phone. If you look on the website, you can't see it. Yeah. But, uh, just, but why we, let's just talk about this um, Sunday long run because obviously – you know, I was trying to organise this for a group of runners who I knew would probably run about 6.30, 6.45 for the long run. So, obviously, I put in the group seven-minute miling because if you say seven-minute miling to Josh, that will mean about 6.30. But if I had said 6.30, he would have gone to sixes. So, I judged that right. Apart from what happened in the last mile, Josh? You Alex, have- Alex no, 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 no. Alex Gibb. <laughs> Obviously, I went with him, but he uh, he was like, "I feel great." I was like, "All right, let's go with it." So yeah, I mean, it was it was like six oh two, six oh three, I think the last mile. Um, but yeah, it's actually uphill as well. Um, you just drop yeah, the rest of the boys. That's that's not the etiquette to have on a Sunday morning, Joshua. No, I know, but Ben was there, so I was happy to drop him. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what <laughs> week? Sorry, uh, fifty seven, fifty eight, the week. 
So yeah, building up first week of seven days in a row as well. Oh, you're only 57? Yeah, this, yeah. 64 my bikes as well. Ah, that's what's got me there. Yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, solid week. Another bit of progression, running every day. Yeah, same, yeah, same this week as well. Um, Isn't it bad though? So what do you, you do 57 miles running every day. Like, it then amazes me how we used to run, like, double that <laughs> you're running every day already like yeah but my runs are so short at the minute i i would even when i was doing 110 i was only doubling twice it's josh just because josh is just just like that's easy i was hoping you'd say like most of us oh yeah that's impossible but no josh like easy stuff yeah it's no different five miles or 16 it's just it's just one run isn't it how's the achilles anyway uh, my calf was pretty tight at the end of last week, so that's why I was quite keen to get a massage today. Um, and it's, yeah, it's eased off quite a lot. It was just my, you know, that junction between your, your Achilles tendon and your soleus. Mm. Like, that was always a little bit grim for me, but um, yeah, feel, feels feels all right. It's a little bit tender now and then, but um, Alex said as long as I sort of manage that and it doesn't get over three out of ten, it's all right. Um, so still great south on on the horizon is your next race. Yeah, I've, I've got sort of a little bit of, well, I say confirmation. I'm just waiting to completely double check because the confirmation was in Spanish. Um, but I might have a marathon potentially entered. Oh. It's February. It might be in February. It might be in Spain. <laughs> might be Seville. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying where or when. I oh, know I've said when. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah. which one. That's the one. Might be, might be. So, uh, I've planned. I've planned actually a little timeline out to that. So um, hopefully a few few ten k's in the next, uh, maybe a half in the next couple of months. There you go. Right, Shano. This is, I think, sixteen weeks out. Seventeen weeks out. Well, we now fifteen and a half. So yeah, yeah, something like that. Seventeen uh, to sixteen weeks out of June. Yeah, so um, last week, uh, I can't remember what I, I ended up on. Um, what, what... Easy week. Oh, yeah, that was it. So I'm confused myself. So, yeah, um, so I was determined to sort of get back on it. So what I did is I sort of matched up um, my timeline with 2021, because I feel like I'm in a slightly better shape than then, but I'd started running around about this time. And that was when we went into that Milton Keynes half, which I managed to get in half decent shape for. So I thought, I'm going to marry it up with that. So... What, what, uh, what do you mean? Sorry, what do you mean, marry it? back from Milton Keynes? Yeah, so I've worked back from that to sort of give me a start point for my current fitness, ignoring the fact I'm doing a marathon and... <laughs> hoping that in a few weeks I can jump onto my marathon plan. Okay. I sort yeah. of I, I sort of get you now. Yeah. I just, um, just wanted you to make sure you knew that a half marathon is half of a marathon. Yeah, we'll we'll come to that maybe in eight weeks' time. Um so yeah, so Monday I just did an hour easy, uh 7.15 pace. Tuesday we did um some easy interval K's, which I've done before. Typically, you do these at sort of your your first threshold. Um, I wanted to do them a tiny bit quicker, um, just to sort of. I'm also playing, obviously, catch up with where I need to be aerobically wise for a marathon. 
So we did uh, Kayong with 800 meters off. Uh, did 319, 315, 321, 320, 315, 316. And I felt pretty good, actually. And they were all right where they need to be. And my heart rate was lower and my speed was quicker than two years ago. So it kind of just justified where I am at um, is where I think I'm at, I think. Uh, next yeah, day... I mean, 315 pace is what, like, to. 17 to 18 marathon yeah but i won't be going for that i Maybe don't think i more just i just wanted to be a, a little bit into a little bit above that first threshold basically for the k's because it's not running a k at a time at that intensity is not too taxing it doesn't build up enough fatigue what are you, um, what are you doing for the 800s off what sort of pace uh just easy so whatever that was 351 that might have been more than 800 327 322 so I, think so, I think so, yeah. So I did that with Tom and Ronnie. Um, next day, I did 75-minute recovery, 7.15s. I went my own from work. Um, felt okay, actually. My heart rate was nice and low, so I was happy with that. Um, Thursday, I ran with Tom, did an hour. I felt awful. <laughs> it was like I had delayed fatigue or something. Uh, so we did an hour at 7.36s. Um, Josh is going to learn... That that's the pace you need to run for a marathon runner, Josh. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Friday, just basically loading up on the aerobic work this week, we did a 40-minute tempo. My target was at my that first threshold, which is typically around about 160 to 162 beats per minute. Although, as I said the other week, I probably need to get booked in for a, a test, threshold test, among other tests. And um yeah, that was right where I expected it was as well. Uh, 5.31 pace for 40 minutes. Did 21-minute warm-up, 22-minute cool-down-ish to make up the miles. Um, yeah, the first mile was a bit quicker, about 5.23, but we did an out-and-back down that, that path to Scanning Thorpe, and um, I, yeah, we had a backwind. I prefer Tom's signal on this I, one. His first two miles went 4.52, 4.49. Yeah, that's what he did. So Tom's there's no use Tom running with me and Ronnie at the minute because we're too slow at these thresholds and he needs to not be soft. So uh, we suggested Tom does two mile faster than his second threshold until he catches us and then just runs with us. So we did that. So just a bit of a tester into something that we might do in the future. Um, I wanted to gauge how he felt doing that just to, something a session that we might bring in in the future um but yeah anyway I, I felt fine but on this run we got we turned around at 20 minutes we had a back win for the first half headwind for the second half and um, it turned around and i thought we were at like th- i thought we had like five minutes to go i looked down at my watch and we actually had 15 minutes to go and i lost complete focus and again i was like how am i gonna like just stay focused for a marathon so i counted a thousand footsteps I think I got it massively wrong. Um, what do you do? How would you focus? For- okay. I, I personally, when I was doing sessions in Spain, I, uh, and I know Aaron's going to laugh at this, but I think you almost have to run a little bit harder to make yourself concentrate that you're running hard. So like, if you go off really conservatively, I would agree. I feel, I personally feel a bit shit and I, I don't like it. I'm, I just overthink if you're running a little bit nearer your limit, 
I don't think you get that. Yeah, but what are you going to do on race day? Same thing. Well, that, yeah, I don't think... Run harder than stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'll tell you what. You're going to be focused on race day because you'll see the back of my heels for 26 miles and then you'll think, oh, I'll just push past him in the last 400. And then you'll <laughs> go back to Loughborough 2010 or 2009 1500 and realize that i'll still out kick you whatever happens <laughs> your kick was phenomenal mate you're 22 seconds 200 meter runner you just can't live with that um no anyway. i think i think um i think the key to like for you is probably just getting in a almost in a group where you can just switch off at the back and not have to think about anything which is also dangerous because then you've got to fill it with something so maybe we just have a little chat at the back for, for two hours sounds good we'll do live recording of the pod yeah we'll do a live podcast for two hours and then we'll kick on and run to 202 <laughs> yeah yeah why not piece of piss um but anyway yeah that was a, a good run as expected um so yeah I was, I was fairly happy with that i was gonna rest on saturday but i'd didn't feel too bad. So I did an evening run with Ronnie, did 45 minutes, 7.08 pace. And then on Sunday, we did two hour long run. Um, I felt pretty good for the first six miles. I was quite excited and I felt awful and I got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And by the end, my knee was actually hurting more than it has done on a run in quite a while. Um, <clears throat> so I thought a smart thing to do would be go to play squash in the afternoon. Uh, it felt great playing squash and fine afterwards. So Turned out it was a good thing to do. But anyway, back on it. Uh, not far off nine hours of running and 76.48 miles for the week. Solid. There right. you go. The, that us um, nicely, I think, into watching this 1500. All right, here we go. Screen. Let me get these out of the way. Just to confirm, Aaron, you've paid your TV licence. I've paid the TV licence. Uh, yeah, I and mean, you need to get you porn off the screen as well. <laughs> <sighs> Shane, Shane, Shane. Anyway, so can you see my screen? Is the question. Yeah, there's the goose. So Josh's, Josh's, um, Josh's boy Nagusi, and um, I can't. We all said Inga Britson for this, didn't we? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think, for me personally, it's going to be Inga Britson wins, Nagusi second. I don't know who's going to medal. I was going to say Katir, but didn't make the final. Hmm. Yeah, was it was it the semis where Kerr and well, Inga Britson was just yeah. waving to the crowd? Yeah. And Kerr had a little joke. So Kerr looks like he's in, in for a shout with a, a medal. I think as well, depending on how the races run, Neil could medal. But I think it needs to be a, yeah. a bit quicker because he's clearly shown if it's slow, I don't think... I mean, he can finish quick, but... Tactically, I think he's had a few blunders, should we say. Yeah. So hopefully, um, in a second, he's going to run through the start list. Obviously, I'm assuming it's quite sunny there. Yeah. Josh Kerr's got glasses on. So, so what? Oh, Gawley, Nagoose, Kipsang, Kerr, Ocker, Nordas, Garcia, Ingebrigtsen, Sheriot, Nadir, Laros. So I'm going Ingebrigtsen, Kerr, Kipsang. Interesting. Was it Chariot? Which one's better? Is it Chariot? No, Chariot, I think. The 
No, Cherry didn't make the final. That's a different Chariot, I believe. Okay. Nah, Kipsack's only run 329. I'm thinking someone else. I'm going to have to change this on the fly. There, think... I'm going. I've said it. Kipsack. What, who are we going for, Shane? Um, yeah, Engelbritz is going to win. I could, uh, I think, I think Gurley might uh, get a medal here. Bronze. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I've got the same. Nagu- Silver, Nagu- Silver's going to be Garcia. Oh, I did. Don't say Nagu- did I? Oh, cool. Oh well. Um, so Josh, you're going Engelbritz and Nagus. Gurley. So, um, Nordas, he's trained by Engelbritz's dad now, isn't it? Yes, I think so. And Gert's not allowed at the World Champs, I don't think. So, um, interesting to see if, if Nordas can compete with with his fellow Norwegian. That, that uh, the Dutch lad, Laros. What have they gone? Um, in 18 or something? Did you, have you, did you two watch the women's 5K gigs earlier? Yeah. Absolute madness. So... I mean, fair play to the Latvian. She ran it and qualified. Right. She ran 15 flat and finished four. But she was like, right. she wanted me to head. Anyway, the, the lining up, off. The, the, the two seconds in. Two seconds in. What what are we saying at the time? Um, I, I don't think it's going to be slow. I think 330, 331. I mean, 328. Maybe 330. Uh, Inga Britson's up there already. But he's not gone to the front. Kipsang. So lost without listening with sound. Kipsang controlling it. You've got me to talk you through it, Josh. Kips he's not me. Oh, Kipsang's having a little chat with Inga Britson. So it's not that fast. What are we gonna go through 300 in 41? That's pretty. 41 dead, yeah. Pretty speedy. It doesn't look that fast, but Kipsang's dragging around. So what are we about 57? The Two by two, aren't they? So it's not, yeah, I mean, it's not crazy quick, but it's not, they're not saying you're not well, jogging. 56 flat is pretty quick. What's that? 4, 8, 12. Nagus moving. That's, moving that's 330 pace. 56 is. Here we go. Inga Britson sitting in the front. Yeah, this is going to be quick. Unless Inga Britson slows it down between. No, he's going to have an Okay, I can't see him slowing that. You can't think see. He's run, run three thirty. Yeah, exactly. Nagus is in a good position on the outside. Gourlay's trapped, as usual. Josh Kerr looking like he's getting Josh in the moving in. So what we we're about to come through seven hundred, one forty, two laps to go. A couple of it. This yeah, I reckon they could dip three thirty. And looks what like three eight hundred. They've slowed it a bit, haven't they? But it's yeah. still going to be... 58. 58, yeah, that's, that's quick. Enough. 154 through through eight, and they're moving. He's winding up again. Josh Kerr moving through now. Yeah, Josh has gone on to the shoulder. shoulder. That's a good spot. Um, do you know anything about the Dutch guy? He looks in a... He's uh, young, I know that. Very young. He looks in a good he's, spot. Uh, he's, he's tall. <laughs> What's his name? Ariel. Larios. Larios, I think. Larios. Anyway, we're back to... Here comes Nordas. They're well. all there. Yeah, you might, you might be right with a 330, I think. They're all there. But, no, I said um, 328. It's not going to be that quick unless 
something special. Two thirty-five. Hey, Josh, Josh Kerr looks brilliant here. Yeah, it's a bit of a flex to put your glasses on for a night race. But the goose is uh, quite far back. What's always quite Ingebrigtsen can wind it up without ever looking like he kicks. No, no. it gets quicker and quicker. Hey, well, look, look at Josh here. The goose is struggling and Gawley's trapped. Josh. Uh, Josh no, is so taking him on on the bends. Is he going to hit past him? No, yeah. He's playing with him, shoves him out. He's Tell you what, they, those boys don't clear. Oh, yeah, this. Oh, uh, do you know what? No, no. Oh, I don't know. He's got him. He's got him. He's got him. Oh, oh no, I think. No, that's in the middle too. Oh, late three twenty nine. Josh Kerr. Oh. Inga Britson is beaten. So was it? Nordas got third in the end, or did he get second? Yeah. Yeah, third. Inga Britson was stumbling it's a lot. Uh, so Kerr three twenty nine point three, Inga Britson three twenty nine six, Nordas three twenty nine six. That's a lot closer second and third than it looks as well. I thought on the well, he stuck. Inga Britson stumbled across the line, didn't he? Ah, uh, okay. That he won oh, that. Kip. He won that with a move at two hundred to go. My boy Kipsan got him fourth. <laughs> oh, can I take? Can I take the predictions there? I'm surprised Nagus um was so well I say so far back he was fourth. Fifth. Well it's a very that's a quick last lap, isn't it? Was that 50, 54, 53 yeah. even? It could fifty-three point. Yeah. Yeah, Nagus was wow. down the back straight, wasn't he? So from from some fast racing, we might as well talk about my week. Um <laughs> Good. Can I just so I've just put the on just before we stop, I just put it on my computer. Did you see Jake Whiteman in the studio then? No. So they just cut to a shot of Jake Whiteman in the studio. Is he happy? Yeah, he looks well happy. He's back, obviously back, back British fifteen hundred. Obviously the, the Brits the Brits know how to take down Inga Britson then. Mm. Yeah, and that's mad. I thought about, he moves about four times that last 100 metres where I thought he's not going to do him. I really want to listen to the commentary that last 200. Well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would just be, was it, Coe's on commentary? No, Cram's on commentary. You do your week, Aaron. I might mute you. And then you, can, you can listen in while I'm doing my week. We've got mute. Um, right. So Monday, I missed my long run on Sunday. So Monday afternoon, jumped on the the treadmill, did a 3K warm-up. Then I did 16K of a K on, K off, and went 315, 350, and then did 5K. So I did 15 miles in all on the treadmill on Monday afternoon, which um, I wanted to do it with, with the heart rate monitor on, but I stuck it on and it wasn't getting any values. So I just ran to kind of what kind of felt about right. And the fresh deeds were hard, probably maybe a little bit hard and threshold towards the end, but but there, there we go. Um fifty miles, six oh nines, hour thirty-two. And I'll be honest, it was a mistake doing that session on Monday because surprise, surprise, I was very tired for the next few days. So Tuesday, got out lunchtime, we just did six and a half miles. 709s, 46 minutes. Um, 
was going to double, but decided against it because I was pretty tired. Wednesday, I, in my head, thought I could do another session, which was stupid. So I jogged down to the cricket pitch, and it's quite hot. It was half three in the afternoon. And I got down there, and I attempted to run four by eight minutes. And I think I did. Well, uh, let me just look at these splits. I wanted, yeah, I did a, I did a four lap effort. Well, actually, I did a lap effort, and thought this feels horrendous. And I was expecting to see about an eighty-two on my watch, and it was a seventy-three. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty quick. I'll carry on, and then yeah, got to four laps in five minutes, and was just like, nah, this is not happening. Um. And I was so drained, I didn't even cool down. I walked up to Morrison's, got a few drinks, and then walked to Eliza's nursery and got picked up from there. So I had a nice little walk afterwards. So In, I did four and a half months, sorry. I've got a question. <clears throat> you get picked up from nursery a lot. Yeah. You're like the, like all the other adults there. Are you just now known as the guy who keeps trying to run and gets picked up um probably um probably the sweaty man <laughs> hang around nurseries which probably isn't the reputation i want to have but yeah four and a half miles seven tens so that was terrible uh thursday i just ran easy with hannah we did uh an hour seven 8.7 miles 740s i think this was up the hill so that's why I think there was a mile in there. It was pretty slow. Again, it was pretty humid Thursday afternoon or Thursday lunchtime. We did that. Um, Friday, I drove down to the cricket pitch at lunch and did my eight-minute session. So did three-mile warm-up-ish and then four by eight minutes at... I wanted to run at Threshold. And they were... Okay, in terms of well, they weren't great in terms of time. I think, or I think the first one was about bang on. So I did. Sorry, I did it to laps. I did six laps, and the first one was I think seven fifty nine, and then about seven fifty five, then about seven fifty, then maybe seven forty five. So a little bit of progression, but that's not particularly quick around there, and the effort. It, it was more fatigue. There was still fatigue in the legs for Monday, I'll be honest. Um, it just, yeah, I was just a bit drained. So I did that off for about two minutes today. 140, yeah, two minutes-ish. But I got four by eight minutes done at threshold effort. Um, so at least got a session done. Um, I've now cooked off my week. Two-mile cool down. So what's that? Six and a half, nine and a half. 11 and a half miles for the for the afternoon. Um, Saturday. So Saturday. This seems very slow. Saturday morning. I went to the football on Saturday and I ran before I went to the football. And I ran on my own. I'm just surprised it's 7.50 pace. I don't think I've looked at this till now. I feel like that's not right, but maybe it was. Maybe I was just really tired. Apparently you went up a big hill. I did go up a big hill, but... 
That was eight twenty six. What? I, I, it's very rare that I'd run seven fifty pace on my own, but I can't. I don't really have any record. I, oh, I did. I ran for Steve. We did run quite slow. Yeah, me and Steve ran. Um, and I was tired from the morning before. But yeah, we. Is that he, the second best S Robinson you know? Yeah, second best S Robinson. So, so we ran. We did an hour seven fifty, nearly eight miles. Went to the football. So went to QPR. My brother's works for QPR. Um, so he sorted us out. Well, my nephew was mascot, and you know, on Sky Sports, they do the um, like when it's live on TV, they have the little box so they do the the pre show and like punditry from. Um, we had that which sits in basically like if in a container next to the away stand, so you're like in a glass box, which is actually just a container like hanging above one of the stands. Um, so we, well, me and my brother and his mate went into the stand to watch the game and Ipswich won in the second half, got, uh, one, one nil, but my brother's wife was in the bot and she filmed, she, she managed to get the goal on film and that's been viewed. It got shared by a few social, like football channels have been viewed like 80,000 times. So, got a bit of publicity. I feel that we should have got that on our channel, then we could have boosted our publicity. But no, my brother's Twitter got that. Um, so yeah, big day out on on Saturday. I got back pretty late, and also had to realise. So, I tell you what, footballers these days are very professional, right? So the the subs who came on, who did only played like fifteen twenty minutes, they were doing. They had like dumbbells and like uh, a bar and things to do weights after the games they were doing like deadlifts and stuff I was like the, the attention to detail of all the stuff they bring to an away game is just madness and then the chef is preparing their food on the coach for when they finish because because some of the lads didn't go home with the with the coach they all went off some of them went off to London but they all came off there like pots of pasta that have been freshly cooked for them so yeah i feel we need to up our game in the running worlds get our own lincoln wellington have a team coach that has a chef on it anyway saturday um sunday i went to the zoo so i i managed to get five and a half miles out in the morning at seven twelves, and in my head i was going to go to the zoo and come back and do my long run on the treadmill in the evening. But in reality, that just doesn't happen. So no long run. Um, but that was a week of, I think it was about 55-ish again. So I've now, well, because we're recording on Wednesday, I've run for four weeks or 28 days in a row now. So on the way back. Just need to, um, well, I've, I've done a road session this week as well. So on the way back to Josh approving some of my training, I think. Although last week I ranted about people doing laps, uh, not doing laps, working to K's and on a lapped course, I ran around the lake to K's. But it wasn't my decision. 
I just went with what Phil and Alex wanted to do. So I'm going to blame oh, them. That, you should have said that explains exactly why it was done. Anyway, um, yeah, solid, solid week. Uh, have you got the Strava leaderboard up, Josh? Was so this week you can tell it's marathon season because at the top we've got Jordan Willis, 162 miles, longest run 31. That's a, a Josh Griffiths long run right there. In second place, wait, again, his average pace is 10, 10 and a half minute mile in, so 162 miles. What's that like? 28 hours, 23 minutes and 33 seconds, I reckon. <laughs> Got half of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of running. Then, uh, second place, Jake Barraclough. Um, what, 135? That's And his longest run was only 15 miles. So that's a lot of, uh, that'll be a lot of doubles, I would imagine. And then Carew in third. Yeah, third place, Carew. John Crew, um, 125 miles. Then in the women's, Sally. Wait, wait, or... is trying to say something. You're on mute. You broke yourself. Yeah, my bad. Um, that, that Jordan Willis seems to be doing a marathon every day. Did he tag us in something? Josh replies to all the Instagrams before I ever see them. So, no, I feel like we got tagged in something on Strava. Hang on. Oh, Shane, you you might you well you're definitely right in that sense. I don't know if it is that person. Whilst Aaron searches for, I'll go for the ladies. So in first place, Sally Gorman. This is a PB week for her. Got some inside knowledge. One hundred seventeen point eight. She now has a sore knee. Um, second place for the women's. Just gonna scroll down. Anya Culling. I don't think Anya's been on the leaderboard before. She might have just joined. and in third place Charlotte Reagan 92.1 there we go so you what in the in the build up to Malaga if I get one mile one mile (laughs) one week where I can join the females uh mileage I'll be I'll be buzzing well top 100 70.0 nowhere near it um so yeah Jordan Willis, his mate, tagged us in on Strava. He's running 10 marathons in 10 days for charity. Worth a mention on the pod to spread some awareness and get some donations. He's likely to be, t- he's likely to be top to top the Strava leaderboard too. There you go. Have you got a link for him? No. And then Jordan replied to his mate's comment and said, get me on the podcast when I'm done. If he's still alive. Yeah. Still alive. Right. Um... Let's go to. I'm not going to moan about anything this week. Let's go to listener questions. Josh, 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 so I'm not going to name any groups, but I was at Battersea Park yesterday on the track and did a did a track session. And firstly, I'm going to get going with a positive. It's great to see so many people on the track. It's the busiest track I've ever seen, like ever in my whole life. Um. But people need to learn track etiquette. It's basic sort of stuff. The amount of groups running around with headphones, warming up, just chatting in lane one is unbelievable. And I'm not just talking like one person in lane one, like two, three, four abreast. There was one point, and I, I honestly, I'm not exaggerating. So I was in 600 reps. 
at the 200 meter mark, I was in lane five and I had to cut across to lane one because of a group warming up just from lane one to five. I've never seen anything like it. And I mean, it's more on the people leading these groups. They should be tipped. If people are, it's great people going on the track, right? But it's like going anywhere for the first time. Just make sure you understand, like, not the rules, but, well, kind of the rules. That's my rant. Yeah, a good rant, to be fair. And actually, we, we used to get told off because we uh, used to warm up going the other way around. Yeah. But that's why, that's why we did it. If anyone's in a session, you can see and you can move. The, the thing is, it, it's dangerous because if you've got sprinters ripping round and you're, you've, especially if you've got headphones in as well, and yeah, do some damage. Certainly, certainly the pace I was doing my six hundreds, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I I agree. Um, did I read this list of question out last week from Stuart Overton? You ask ask the question, and I'll tell you how to convert five k through to half times tomorrow. I think I just left it in, yeah, because I think I said I'd read down next week. So anyway. Stuart Overton says, how to convert, how do I convert 5k through to half times to marathon? Any tips? I consistently complete a 12 week block yet can't get close to what I should convert. Or do I face it? I'm better at short stuff and just stop flag flogging a dead horse. Um, I mean, with most of these questions, it's, it's pretty difficult without context, obviously. But, um, I think for, from my point of view, it's, it's really, and I was having a few of these thoughts this week of, of how do you convert? Like, what are your expectations on conversion? Because if your expectations on conversion are, are too high, then maybe it's just the fact that your conversion on a piece of paper is 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 wrong. And with all conversions, we can all sit down and we can all put down a, a guess, basically, of what you want to run for the marathon. And that's what it is especially 12 type weeks out it's a guess like you're guessing your marathon pace your marathon pace will only be what you pace you run on the day and it's a guess but i was also thinking with um conversions is is for i don't know let's just say what i know a sub 220 male runner i think most of us in that sort of category you could double your half and plus kind of about six minutes um six to eight minutes some people less. not quite six but well you what you 60 let's just say 65 flat and you ran two seventy. so you're eight minutes right so six to eight minutes and you were disappointed i think so eight minutes i think it'd be a solid run six would be good but when you go towards three hours it's difficult to to do that same conversion because your threshold is very different you know for you josh your threshold is kind of your half marathon pace but for somebody else their threshold is not you know they're running an hour and a half for half marathon their threshold's not going to be the half marathon pace so yeah it's, and Funny actually, just to, to, to build on that. So I actually at the track last night, I ran with one of my school friends, and his level of aerobic fitness is very different to mine. And funny enough, just as sort of a laugh, really, he 
jumped in the track session and he did 600s as well the that session for me is 10k pace but his 10k pace would be so easy for that effort because he doesn't have the aerobic base to run hard to um run a a good 10k that makes sense relative to what he could run those reps in so i think it it very much depends on what you've done previously so so for example if you're running 30 miles a week you will generally struggle more the longer you go and vice versa if you're like for me for example my conversion i mean up to the marathon but if you think of shorter distances my 5 to 10k there's not really much difference in it. Um, so it, it definitely depends on which sort of angle you're coming in from. Yeah, I think, and also I've sort of changed a bit of late, like, you know, specificity is great in the marathon block. Again? Specificity. <laughs> um, is It's all well and good, but, you know, the likes of, we're doing, I don't know, four by 5K or, I don't know, 7k or whatever block those blocks and floats and all those types of things but i don't think everybody should do those until they've been able to run for two and a half hours at a decent pace that i I think there's there's something in kind of doing longer runs as well like people doing two and a half three hour long runs before they do those really specific sessions because like if you're doing four by five K for your marathon and it's 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 gonna be you know it's it's only twenty K of work and if you're not doing a long run on top of that, you're not getting that long run endurance that's gonna you know, if you're running three hours that's gonna Yeah, I just think I think there's it depends on your your level and I think you kind of need to probably just be a bit more focused on longer running and then layering some marathon sessions on top of that. Yeah, and I, I think it also depends on it depends on psychology as well because excuse me, if if you're someone who's done loads and loads of five k's, you're well practiced at five k. Um, you might nail a half. You might nail You might nail a marathon. But um, sometimes it's it's actually not necessarily got anything to do with what shape you're actually in. Um, sometimes it's just the fact that you might be um, you just you're more confident at a five k, and you know what the, the sensations are. Obviously, well, I've, well, I've done one marathon, didn't quite go to plan. There's a little bit of walking involved, um, so I'm still quite new to this. So there's no point me trying to shoot for a 216 to 218 even if i get myself back into 30 minute shape for 10k that, that's your conversion essentially isn't it or not far off um, it's something in you know like me you and josh let's just say we're trying to run 215 to 220 and we're already doing long runs at two hours 15 so we're already doing that time on feet yeah if you're giving a three hour runner, if they're just doing a two hour 15 long run, it's very different to us running two hour 15, which is the same time as we're going to run. Roughly. Yeah. We're looking at like Josh, Josh said it as well. It's the, it's basically it's what intensity you're running at. So when I get my threshold tests done, my threshold, which is closest to, and very probably very close to what I'll, I'll be looking at for a marathon is 
last time I got that done was 92% of my VO2 max. The first time I got that test done, so you're talking the same levels of fatigue in your blood, the same levels of lactate, um, it was 83% of my VO2 max. But obviously, when I first got it done, that was based on 606 pace, which is like, what, like 235 for a marathon. Um, whereas now, the last time I got a test done, it was based on like a 219 marathon pace or something. So, like, not everything is relative. And it's based on, yeah, what level you are as a runner. A four-hour runner, is going to their marathon pace is going to be probably a lot of their easy to steady running pace. So you can't, again, if that person did four by 5K, it's actually too easy if they did it at marathon pace, you need to go harder. So I think, yeah, in trying to answer Stuart's question, it's kind of, yeah, impossible to actually answer, but you just have to look outwards in, assess your situation, look at what you've done, look at where the gaps might be, and then also apply your own psychology to that. Are you, not, are you now not getting close to what you should convert because you're not confident at it anymore because you keep trying and failing? Yeah, I think um, going back to your psychology point, and I was listening to the Aussie boys talk about this in particular, and I think it's a good point and something I've been saying to some of my athletes for a while is everybody seeks this perfect day race and, you know, they have in their head that on a perfect day, I'm going to run 218. So you never get a perfect day. There's always something that, could be improved upon so you're better off framing it of going what is an average day and let's just say an average day is 220 and going well that i'm going to go for that average and then if i'm above average or if you're on that halfway and feeling good you get that positive sort of mindset and you have an above you come out with a 219 and you're like that was a good day whereas you know, Josh would say, um, I'm going to go for 218 and come out for 219 and be down and hate himself about it. But people have got to start framing things around the average rather than the ideal because the ideal is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Correct. Can we answer that question? I think so. Um, so let's go to some news quickly. And there's, luckily, there's not much too much news other than the Worlds. Um, do you know what? Should we do podium for the Worlds? So... The only other result I want to talk about is the podium 5K and was it a KTT? was on back in Barrowfield on Saturday. James Gourlay took the win on the men's side, 13.49, ahead of James West in 14.02. Um, Callie Thackeray took the women's. It, this is says she may be shifting up to marathon distance. Hey, what is she doing in Valencia? No, she's doing uh, a marathon in New York not the New York Marathon, in mid-October. That is a very bizarre race to choose for debut. Decent prize money. Okay. Um, that explains it. She took the win in 15.36 from Christina Fernandez in 15.44 and Hannah Nuttall third in 15.53. Um, there was a KTT on. I haven't got the results here. Alex Bell won. And who won the men's? Uh, Joe Wickard. Yeah. Worlds. Should we start with in the well? I think there's probably four finals. Well, we've just talked about fifteen hundred. There's, there's five finals that have been. So first one up was the women's ten k. Did Eve, if you watch this? Yeah. Yes. 
both have. So um, I will talk through, the, well, should I give the results first? I mean, yeah, go, yeah, go results so, first. Sergei, um, the 5,000 meter world champion, she, she took, she took the win um, and fairly slow time of 31.27, but pretty brutal conditions out there in Budapest at the moment. Um, very warm and humid. Uh, Gide took silver in 31.27 and uh, Thai Ethiopian took bronze in 31.28. Obviously, that doesn't tell the whole story because, of course, Safan Hassan was there. She'd raced her 1,500-metre heat uh, six and a half hours earlier. And that took its toll at about 9,970 metres. I don't think she had. That was the day after. Um, not her pre-lip, not her heat. Her heat was before. So yeah, let's sure. run. Let's run, says. On the opening night of the 2023 World Champs, after winning her 1,500-metre prelim 6.5 hours earlier and 9,970 metres of racing in the 10,000-metre final, Hassan's legs gave out. Was I it the second time day after then? Must have been. I mean, I doubt they'd get it wrong. No. I mean, I've just given away that I'm just literally reading bits and pieces out of Letron. But anyway, her legs... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> her legs gave way didn't they with like 30 minutes yeah. to go. so um, I think the question is to both of you do you think she'd have won if her legs didn't give way no so no yeah well she I didn't think... win because they gave way no 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 but if do you think Sagai would have passed her anyway yeah yeah because Hassan was moving out anyway yeah she was yeah. moving she knew she was fucked Sagai last week yeah fair point um, I, I think it's the only one I've got right, but anyway. Um, but also, like, she was a prat in that race. Yeah, she wasted. She wasted a lot of energy okay. trying to save energy. So we'll talk about the tempo. But I mean, the five thousand meter heats were on earlier tonight. She ran in the second heat, and I think it's the top oh six or seven that six to eight that qualified. The top six or or the whatever group of it were miles clear so i think seventh or eighth ended up running like 1505 and they ran like 1430 hassan raced to the line and like you've run the 1500 and 10,000, and you want to win the final of the 5000 what are you girls do- like even there's an italian who qualified in like 1440 and there's a national record by the japanese girl it's like you could have, they could, and like the Ethiopian girl in, in like third or fourth, she could have run 30 seconds slower and qualified. Yeah. So they're just playing all into the hand. I mean, Kip Yegon obviously went with Hassan and she flexed. I know I'm talking about the five hours. She, Kip Yegon went alongside Hassan, passed her, and then eased up on the line to let Hassan win. It was just basically say, I've got you either way. Anyway, yeah. um, 10,000. So, yeah, I was, I was a little bit surprised at how slow it went, but I, I think it was like eighty percent humidity, and about twenty five degrees. I want to say so, pretty warm. 
but didn't they in Rio? Didn't they run like twenty nine twenty in similar conditions? Yeah, do you not remember? It was Ayana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. I I feel like I'd love to I don't know, tactically speak to Hassan and just say what are you up to? But he doesn't know. <laughs> um. So, what was next up? Men's was it men's ten thousand? Yeah, I missed this actually. Yeah, so did I. Josh probably watched it. Awesome. I've got the I've got the results. Um, King's back. So Josh, I think Josh actually predicted this last week. Was it Shane? I think he might. I think it was me. Yeah. So checked the guy. Um, took the win. He in. I think it's his third straight ten thousand title. Twenty seven fifty one from Salomon Borrega. No, Daniel Daniel Venue took silver, and then Salomon Borrega was third. Um, again, this one was a little bit warmer, but less humidity. But so probably explains why it's a little bit slower. So at least it's taking its toll on these these athletes because it would have been wild if they would have still be running twenty six minutes in these conditions. Josh, you watched the race. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it started pretty slow um, and it was just a big, I say a big battle, it was a big wind-up, I'd say. Um, Chepter guy didn't really look like he was going to be beaten, to be honest. Um, I mean, it was, it was convincing. Um, yeah, it was a good race to watch. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to remember, there, there, was a, there was a bit of a group that got away um, and it was kind of just whistling down lap by lap. Um, but yeah, it was a good, good race to watch. I think they potentially ran their fourth mile in a 419 then slowed it off and then went again so last lap of 53.4 from check guy pretty swift um aragari was fourth no real surprises yeah it said they were all quite quite there i mean when i i saw a bit and i saw kincaid was also still there or thereabouts but they even they couldn't live with with the finish in those conditions. Um, moving on to some races I did watch. So women's 1500, which was last night, was it? Was it last night now? Um, yeah. As we predicted last week, there was no stopping Faith Kipyagon, who was a a dominant winner. Um, so she took the win in 3.52. No. 354.8. I'm I'm reading from Let's Run. They've listed about four different times. Excuse me. Keep your egg on 354.8. Uh, well, Ted J, uh, the 21-year-old Ethiopian in 355. Then Savannah Hassan in 356 flat. Kira McGeehan, just outside medals. For an excellent fourth in 356, a national record for Ireland. Lua Muir just faded away in sixth. Um, just want to talk about Kip Yagon's splits. I don't know if they're here. I think it was it was timed at fifty six point six for the last lap, and the last seven hundred or so, I think, was almost like one fifty 
six eight hundred pace, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't be able to go with that. She's just so dominant, and you know there was thoughts that maybe Hassan could could go with her, but Hassan left it too late. She was too far back. I mean, even if she like she. I thought she was going to get second with 100 to go. And she was a country mile behind um, Kip Yegon. I think, I, I did think at one point um, McGeehan was going to get a medal. Uh, I really, really wanted us to try and catch one of them. But um, I mean, that's still a, a phenomenal run, really, isn't it? I think the other thing as well is um, big, big shout for Katie Snowden in the semis. Yeah. Yes. Really it's fucking quick. And that's it, isn't it? The semis were unbelievably fast. Like there was PB. You know the thing with that is, as well, you could see she knew she was qualified. She sort of started to back off, and then I think she saw the clock, and then sort of went again with about thirty meters to go. Because that's it. When you're running so quick like that, you might not get that chance for a little while. So it wasn't so long ago we were watching women's fifteen hundreds at the major champs being won in about four four oh five. And to qualify, you had to run, I think, three fifty nine was it in one in that heat. I think it was. Well, did, you, did you see in the first heat, someone ran four oh one and didn't make the semis? Yeah, it's madness. Um, yeah, which means which means I have to admit I was wrong when we spoke about a change of rule. Yeah, races have been better. Well, yeah, especially the five k. Did she? Yeah. Did, so tonight, I don't know if you guys have seen the. Well, the actually, we'll, go, we'll go to them in a sec. I've got. I'll get the results up. Um, we'll just talk about the the men's steeple where my boy Albuquerque took the win. Um, he's he just manages to to grit it out, and he's got a phenomenal. It's just he. I've never seen somebody fly off a barrier so fast. Like he hurdles, and he seems to accelerate off it. It's Chris Perry, yeah, Chris Perry esque. Um, Albuquerque took the win in eight oh three, with five. Germa got the silver eight oh five, and Kibby Watt um eight eleven for the bronze. Big shout out to Georgie Beamish who finished absolutely rapidly for fifth in in eight thirteen. Um, not a million miles away from a medal, and he only took up Steve Chase I think last year. So, um, yeah good things to come from him. Um, I suppose it was pretty much between Albuquerque and Gurma for the whole of this. And as I said, uh, Albuquerque just got the, the run at the water jump and then just accelerated away down the, the home straight. Um, didn't seem, he doesn't seem too popular with his fellow competitors, I'd say. Because um, he beats them all the time. Sorry? He beats them all the time. Yeah, but maybe he beats yeah. them all. Yeah, I think I think that's what they're saying during the race. He's he's almost he's got that persona in the race where he can almost tell everybody else what to do, and he dictates it just because of his presence and his size and his stature in steeplechase running. He can he can sort of push people to the side or tell them to take their turn, and they all seem to listen to him. He seems to orchestrate it quite well, but. But yeah, um, let's just quickly, I'll get the 5,000 heats up. Um, oh, as expected, 
World Athletics has got a 404 um, on because they can't run. I won't say what I'm going to say. They just can't organise anything. Um, I don't know if I, we can get the results anywhere else. Can we? I've just watched them. I did, but I'm trying to. I, it'd be difficult to recall off the top of your head who the people were. I'm registering. So it was the it was the Latvian, and I've forgotten her name already. In yeah, the, in I the also, first, but... first heat, she she um went through, I want to say three k in about eight fifty five, and she was nearly two hundred meters clear of the pack, and they let her they let her run away, and she held on, and the 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 three. African girls, Kenyans and Ethiopians passed her with about 200 um, or 150 to go and she sort of latched on into that in, in fourth position finished strong and finished in fourth so she qualified in 15 dead point six I think um, I mean she's, she's run 15 flat on her own. I don't know if that's a PB though, that's what I want to find out uh, it, was a, it was a PB because um, Paula said she ran fifty. She did the same thing to win the uh, Europeans under twenties the other day in Jerusalem. She ran fifteen oh three there. So she, yeah, I mean that's phenomenal. Yeah, um, I actually watched it on the treadmill with the sound off, so that's why I don't know anything about who they were. I could just roughly see. Um, and in the in the second heat, it was yeah just led out by Hassan, and she pretty much ran seventies from the off. And they all seem to bury themselves to win a semi-final. So, but I think there was a good run from the Italian in there. And as I say, the Japanese girl, I'm just seeing if no, no results work on World Athletics' website. So their biggest, their biggest chance for the, for World Athletics, and they can't get their website to work, sums up the federation. Um, that's about it, boys. I think we've been waffling off for long enough. Anything happening in your lives next week? Um, so I actually just purchased some non-Nike running shoes, two pairs, different brands. So I'm going to try one pair out tomorrow, I think. I think the Adidas ones. Um, so I'll report back with my findings next week. This is the first pair of non-Nike running items that I've probably bought in 15 years, I reckon. It's gone rogue. Yeah, I have. Have indeed. But yeah, uh, not much else really. I've, I've got two exams coming up um, a week after next, so I will be doing some studying. But that's about it. Jayno, got anything going on in your life? No. Um, yeah, I've got, well, yeah, I've got, uh, <clears throat> training cause I'm a marathon runner now, so I'm dedicated. Um, but I've got a stag do on Saturday. So this, this could be an interesting, it could be an Aaron Scott weekend. Yeah. Whereas I am actually planning on a normalish weekend, but not got much in the diary. So, um, hopefully... I only that when I see the outcome. Sorry? I only see, believe that when I see the outcome of the weekend. Gosh, you'll be proud of me this week because we record on Wednesday. 
yesterday morning, seven o'clock, did two by four K off a K with the boys around the lake. Today, thought I'll do an easy recovery run. But what would Josh do? I was like, I'll jump on the treadmill so I can watch the athletics. And I'll just maybe pick it up a little bit. I did, I finished with like a 520 mile. Um, I think I did 10 miles in like 59 minutes or something. So, your treadmill need calibrating, mate. I'm rapid. <laughs> nah, I've got it sorted. I ran the lake yesterday morning. I did, I think, like 320s for that second 4K rep and was okay. The only thing I need to work on is leg conditioning. I really have noticed, like, if I go into longer reps, even like eight minutes, not really my aerobic, I'm okay breathing. It's just my legs start to feel, yeah, not conditioned. So I need to do some, I just haven't done bowl, I haven't done any mileage of I, so yeah. I need to do some conditioning for my legs, I think. So I might work on that this week. Um, and yeah, hopefully. Ipswich continue their 100% start to the season. Got dirty leads on Saturday, so I'll be watching that. And otherwise, I need to get this podcast out, so no editing tonight. So hopefully we've not said anything too dodgy, other than the shame. And yeah, it can be in your ears in the next 10 minutes. That's it, boys. See you next week. Bye.